The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. John Lowe is with us from moneydoctors.ie and we've had a series of, of questions in and if you want any advice from John you can get them into 53106 at a cost of 30 cent but one of them represents people who don't tend to put their head above the parapet a lot at the moment John which is people with a few quid and mm-hmm. there's somebody saying because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people with good savings after the back of COVID yep. Um, I have a good bit saved away. It was initially for a deposit on a house, but with the way things are, there's no way I'm going to risk getting on the property ladder. I'm wondering if I might be better off putting all those savings into stocks or bonds and making it work for me. <laughs> it's a good question. And actually, he's half right. Um, the stock market is quite easily the best asset class of them all, Anton. Um, you're talking about 1991 to 2020. The average um, growth each year annually was 10.72%. Now, that's long term. Warren Buffett, I'm a big fan of. And Warren Buffett had a great one line. He said, the stock market is a mechanism for transferring wealth from the impatient to the patients. So anybody who thinks they can make a quick book, I mean, individualizing stock selection is an absolute mugs game. So uh, it's like cryptocurrency, like any of these other things where you think you're just going to go in for maybe six months and then come back again. You could lose it all. So unless you're, you're prepared for the long haul, and I'm talking minimum five years, don't go near the stock market. That's Although given the way the economic forecasts are for the next two or three years, mm. it might be five years before anybody wants to go racing to get a mortgage or get themselves in the property ladder. Uh, that is true as well. I mean, there's so many uh, permutations here on you know where you, what you could do with your money. I mean, I've been telling clients who have money in, in a deposit account, stick it into prize bonds. There's 4.4 billion in prize bonds. And, you know, it's like going to the, the, the bookies. You, you place your bet on the horses and you get your money back then after you've placed your bed on the horses, but you could win. That's what the prize bonds are all about. You know, I've got three clients, uh, Anton, with um, half a million each in prize bonds. Now, that's when at a time you could put in half a million. The maximum now per person is 250,000. Um, and one of them... But there are people who will oh, even say yeah. put a quarter of a million I mean, in prize bonds. One of them won, for instance, 20,000 within eight weeks. Um, there's another lady who, who uh, answered when I, when I asked her about, you know, said, John, you have no idea the pleasure I get from listening to my letterbox go on a regular basis. So all those 50s and But is there any way to calculate the statistical return on prize bonds? Can we get it she, down to a percentage actually, number? She, actually, she did it because what she did was she totted up all the 50s, the 100s, and she put it then as a percentage of the holding, which was half a million. And she actually told me it was 1.4%. I said, you know, that's brilliant because that's net. So you gross it up. You're looking at 2%. You know what the best demand rate on the deposit account today is? 0.01%. Now, that's before dirt tax. So the actual rate is 0.0067%. And is your capital protected with the prize bonds? Oh, you that's definitely the point. get that's it That's the reason why there's 4.4 billion in prize bonds, because the government is backing it. That's why. Another text saying, a budgetary advice needed, please. I have mortgage insurance and life insurance with my wife and I'm finding it hard to pay both. Is there a way to minimise my payments? Irish Life Mortgage Insurance, including life and specified illness, is 137 quid per month. One plan protection insurance company with decreasing life cover, specified illness and bill cover is 115 quid per month. Should I scrap the mortgage cover to the minimum or is that possible? Well, the first of all, the mortgage protection is mandatory. So you have to take out mortgage protection if, if you're under 50 and you don't have any medical issues. Um, so, I mean, what that person has is also specified serious illness cover. I'm not a great fan. I'd prefer to see income protection there, but it shouldn't be linked to your mortgage protection. Somebody has sold that person 
uh, you know, and, uh, you know, up, upping their kind of sales. And and um, so what I would suggest is go and and look for a mortgage protection policy on its own, just for the term left and the amount left on a decreasing basis. That's the cheapest form of insurance you can get. The other policy might be there, Anton, for dependents. They could have kids, for instance. And if, for instance, one of them dies, the mortgage is paid off, but they can't sell the house to kind of keep the, the, the cold fire burning, you know. They need money. And that's why uh, I always recommend that you have a secondary, standalone, independent kind of policy that you hold on to in case anything happens to one or, or, or the either one of you, but also until only the, um, the the child, your dependent, has reached third level. There's no point in them being 14. You're still kind of being covered for insurance. Well, from so, the child's perspective, <laughs> it might be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true as well. You know, what about people generally over insuring? If things are going to be getting tight in the next mm, year to 18 yeah. months, is now the time to pull out every insurance policy and say, hang on a minute, what am I actually covered for and do I need all of this? You're absolutely right because actually, believe it or not, over the last five years, 300,000 people stopped paying their health insurance because they prioritised. So what you need to do really is, again, it's back to budgeting. You look at your, your budget and see what are you paying in there? Check all your, your policies and ask yourself the question, do you need it? And then the second part is more important. Is there a better or cheaper alternative? So it's all about getting best value. Because one of those things, when you tend to look at house insurance, you discover, oh, I have contents insurance for €40,000 to cover an mm. 11-year-old telly and a toaster. What what do I need all of this? You know, people have a tendency to just sign on the dotted line at the start That's and never it. look back. You at need it. to do it every year and you need to review. Uh, that includes your, your life policies and your, your uh, you know, any other policies you have. Serious illness, income protection, all of those need, because your circumstances change generally every year. Interesting one linked to mortgages. I have a modest mortgage, but our wedding loan is major. Would it be useful to top up our mortgage the amount of the wedding loan, which is €17,000, sounds like a nice wedding, and continue to pay the mortgage? The problem here is that if you go to the the lender and say, I want 17000 to repay a debt, which is for my wedding, they won't give it. But if you go to the lender and say, look, I need to kind of convert the attic, um, they'll give you the 17000 They won't go and check it either. <laughs> <laughs> so if you chose to, th- to throw a can of paint around the attic, Correct. that covers your love. Yeah, that's it. Top tips then, because there's a lot of people asking about general budgeting. Any ways that I can reduce my sky-high bills? Of course, this is the issue then. They're going to get higher. Well, well, what I've done, first of all, I've given you and your team, uh, there's an email that's um, called 18 uh, Ways to Beat Electricity. And that's actually uh, been published on the 27th of, of this month. But you can, you know, go to the uh, your, your program and get the email for free. Um, it it's go, goes back be- before that, Anton. You're talking about budgeting again. And it's not just, you know, um, you know, there's so many areas there. It's not just electricity. There's transport. There's food. There's all sorts of things that are sky high at the moment. And what you need to do is go back to that budget, you know, income ex- and expenditure and check your expenditure. Every single item of expenditure could be your, your you know, t- t- sky movies, whatever that you don't watch anymore. And then ask yourself again, those two questions. Number one, do I need it? Number two, is there a better or cheaper alternative? And then you can start reviewing. Then you can decide, yeah, I can save money here and there. And just looking through it, you have um, fairly simple and easy tips, but things like if there's a heat dry setting on the dishwasher, don't use it. If you're um, doing laundry, if possible, hang it out rather than using the yes. dryer because they are huge yeah. energy. Practical cogs. stuff that, that people should be really, uh, you know, bringing on now. 
We will throw that up onto the show page. If you want more detailed uh, financial and budgeting advice, John's book for uh, 2022 is in bookshops. That, of course, is Money Doctors 2022, the new low-cost DIY will services in there. Transition <laughs> Year Student Advice is in there. So that's available in all good bookshops. Big thank you to um, John Lowe from moneydoctors.ie. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.